Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to be analyzing the debate from last night. Um, a lot happened. We have a lot to get into, so let's just get started with it. So the debate kind of begins around impeachment talk, and they were talking about the whole scandal in Ukraine. Now, Bernie makes a good point. He says that we should walk and chew bubblegum at the same time, and um, he's right. We should be holding the president accountable, but we should also be focusing on issues that affect everyday Americans like health care, education, climate change, etc., um, and they need to do a better job at that. They have not done uh, such a good job at walking and chewing bubblegum at the same time. So I think he had a really good and solid point there. So the next topic, as pretty much in every debate, is Medicare for All. Um, the debate is all about abolishing private insurance versus keeping it and having a public option. Pete goes on to tout his Medicare for All who wants it plan. Um, but here's a couple problems with that plan. So under this plan or the public option in general, you're given the false illusion of choice. The only thing you're choosing is who provides your health care, whether that's the government or that's a private insurer. You, you can't choose your doctor. For example, if your doctor doesn't accept Medicare patients, you can't go to them, or vice versa. With the Medicare for All system that abolishes private insurance, you can visit any doctor you want. There's no co-payments, no deductibles, no premiums. It's just overall a way better system, and because it's universal, it's less wasteful. Now, also, during the Medicare for All debate, Joe Biden falsely stated that the majority of Democrats do not support Medicare for All, and that's just absolutely not true. Um, many, many polls have came out, and they've shown overwhelming support in the Democratic Party and the overall electorate support Medicare for All. The next topic was more on Tulsi Gabbard and um, the whole Hillary Clinton feud that um, the two had. Now, um, Tulsi um, kind of re Tulsi reaffirmed her claims and even said that the Democrats are controlled by um, corporations, Hillary Clinton, and the military-industrial complex. Uh, and that is true. The establishment Democratic Party is controlled by all three of those. Uh, now, Kamala Harris comes at Tulsi, probably because she still has her stick up her ass about when Tulsi called her out for her horrible record on criminal justice. Um, Harris went at Tulsi, and she basically um, she called out Tulsi for being on Fox News all the time and critiquing the Democratic Party and basically questioning her loyalty to the party. Now, we should be putting country over party. We shouldn't be questioning others' loyalty. That's just a, that's just an overall weak attack. And, um, of course, the audience went nuts over it. They were, you know, cheering Kamala on and everything. Well, Tulsi responds to Kamala, and she basically just said that Kamala cannot... Um, challenged the point that she made because she knows it's true and that she even went to say that Kamala would still support the status quo and the military industrial complex as president and then Kamala responds to that and she just kind of touts her record and says why she would be the one to bring the country together and everything like that and as much as I tend to disagree with Tulsi Gabbard on things I think she was spot on with this Kamala's attacks weren't really all that legitimate or powerful and I don't think anything um, I don't think she gained anything from that. Now, the next topic was of um, term limits. Tom Steyer attacked Biden, Bernie, and Pete and um, basically said that he's the only one that supports term limits on the stage. Um, and he says, you know, he says that's the way to fix our democracy and um, end the corrupt system. Now, Amy Klobuchar responded to that and she said that Ending Citizens United is a more effective way um, to reduce corruption in our government. And I think she's right. Ending Citizens United gets all the money out of politics. Term limits, well, you have new faces, but you still have the same lobbyists. So, 
I think ending Citizens United is the way to go to end corruption in our government. I think Tom Steyer is absolutely off point on this, and I think it was kind of a um, really weak and lousy attack on Warren, Bernie, and Pete, and uh, Klobuchar was actually right on this issue. And also to add, if the person is an effective legislator, why get rid of them? Um, now getting into climate change, because that was a pretty big portion of the debate, which is good, um, Steyer goes after Warren and Biden and says that they don't talk about the issue uh, like he does. Then Biden shoots back, and he says that while Tom Steyer was opening coal mines around the world, Biden was writing climate change legislation that got passed in both chambers of Congress. Now, I personally fact-checked this, and um, while Biden's statement wasn't exactly false, um, St you know, Steyer himself didn't personally own the coal mine, um, but the San Francisco-based Follerin Capital Management Hedge Fund he managed did make sizable investments um, in coal mines across the world. So, to be honest, and this is probably the only time I'm ever going to say this, I think Biden was absolutely right on this issue. Um, now, Biden's climate plans are by no means sustainable. We need a Green New Deal. Absolutely, Biden does not support that. Um, but Steyer definitely does not have the best record when it comes to that. And surprisingly on this issue, Biden has a better record. Then Bernie is asked to chime in on the issue. And he kind of challenges the framing of the question. And he states that we don't have decades. We have less than a decade before we really start feeling the reaps of climate change. And he floats the idea of prosecuting fossil fuel executives um, for lying to the American people about the effects fossil fuels have on our environment. Now the next topic is foreign policy. Now Warren is asked whether the amount of people serving in the military should be higher or lower, and she says that it should be higher. And I understand that many jobs in the military aren't combat jobs, but you're still contributing um, to the war machine. So Warren absolutely contradicts herself, and um, I think she's full of shit in terms of ending endless war. I don't think she's going to end endless war. I think she still wants to continue it. Um, as we've seen with Warren, she has voted for all three of Trump's military budgets. And then this answer that she gave tonight just kind of reaffirms my suspicion on her and why she's definitely um, not a good candidate when it comes to foreign policy. Now Pete is asked whether we should cut military spending or increase it, and he just kind of tap dances around the question and instead talks about artificial intelligence. Now, Pete is absolutely right when it comes to artificial intelligence, but that was not the question that he was asked. Um, then everybody else wants to chime in, and all of a sudden, they're interrupted and they go to a commercial break. Now, when they return from that commercial break, they do not talk about military or anything like that. They go on to race and other issues. Um, so that's pretty suspicious. And the reason behind that is because MSNBC and other mainstream media networks are funded by um defense contractors and if the people watching are informed of any of this their ratings are going to go down the tubes and nobody's going to trust them and nobody should trust them now perhaps one of my favorite moments of the debate so race is brought up and booker attacks um, biden for his marijuana stance because um, as we know biden does not support the legalization of marijuana he supports um like decriminalization he doesn't support full legalization so booker says that he thought Biden was high when he said that we shouldn't legalize marijuana, and I thought that was probably one of the best moments of the debate. Um, and we'll talk about winners and losers later, but I think that made him a winner in this debate. Biden responds to that, says we should decriminalize and expunge records 
and study the effects of marijuana before legalizing. Well, you know what the effects of marijuana are? You want Taco Bell. You want McDonald's. You're hungry. You're sleepy. And it's beyond me how somebody in 2019, almost 2020, can't support the legalization of marijuana. There have been no deaths that I know of from marijuana. And alcohol is legal, and it's killed hundreds of thousands, millions more people than marijuana has. And probably one of Biden's worst gaffes of all time um, happened on this debate. So Joe Biden um, said that he was endorsed by the only African-American elected to the United States Senate. Now, let's keep in mind, this is not Kamala Harris, who is also another African-American woman elected to the United States Senate. The person he was referring to was Carol Mosley Braun from the state of Illinois. Um, She was the first African-American woman elected to the United States Senate, not the only African-American woman elected to the United States Senate. And I believe that's what Biden meant to say. But Kamala took that opportunity to kind of roast him and say, hey, I'm right here. I'm the other woman that's African-American that was elected to the United States Senate. I think that was also kind of a bad moment uh, for Biden. And the premise of Biden's argument on why African-Americans should vote for him kind of made people a little bit uncomfortable as well because he was basically saying, hey, I have a black friend, I have the support of black politicians, so therefore you should vote for me. And the next topic was abortion and reproductive freedom. And Bernie makes a good point on this. He says, hey, conservatives advocate for a small government, yet they think they have every right to control a medical procedure a woman received, which is just authoritarianism. It's not small government at all. And conservatives advocate for a lot of things that aren't small government. Of course, banning abortion is one of them. And the topic of voting rights is brought up. And um, that kind of takes a turn towards like experience and a foreign policy debate. Um, so Tulsi attacks Pete Buttigieg for support um, of sending troops to Mexico to fight cartels. Um, Pete stabs back at that and says that's not what he said. She totally took it out of context. And then he, of course, calls her an Assad apologist like every other establishment Democrat does. And then she responds to that saying that, hey, we need to be meeting with adversaries and friends in order to achieve peace. And then she uh, cites historical examples, one of them being JFK meeting with Khrushchev. And history tells us that meeting with adversaries has more positive effects than not meeting with them. And then Pete adds in there, oh, Trump and Kim meeting, that didn't do anything. And that's just one of the very few instances in history where meeting with an adversary had a negative or no effect. And then she also um, says that Pete did in fact say that he would send troops to Mexico to fight the cartels. And I just fact-checked this, and Pete did say at first, yes, we should send troops to Mexico to fight the cartels, but he later backtracked and said, only if they want us to send troops. Well, that's not what he originally said. He originally said we should send troops to Mexico to fight cartels. And then Bernie chimes in, but instead of adding to the conflict that Pete and Tulsi were having, he goes back to the original question that was asked about voting rights, and he points out that the system is corrupt and that we should um, overturn Citizens United and publicly fund elections. And he also touts his support for automatic voter registration. So to kind of finalize, I've made three categories on how people have done in the debate. Um, I have an outstanding category, I have a meh category, and I have a bad category. So in outstanding, I put Booker, Bernie, and Yang. 
Meh, Warren, Klobuchar, Tulsi, Pete, and Kamala, and bad was uh, Biden and Steyer. Also, um, just to add a couple things, I could easily tell that Rachel uh, Maddow does not like Pete Buttigieg, like, at all. And um, also to note, um, Amy Klobuchar was, like, visibly shaking for pretty much the entire debate, so I don't know whether she was, like, trying too hard or if there was, like, an earthquake under her podium, uh, but either way, it was kind of funny. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more podcasts and um, stay tuned.